Audible Visions. Drama. Some home truths about the cosmos now in Cyclone. Assistant Director, where's Talbrosto? As I said before, Captain Tressler, my name is Charles Gansack. I'm one of the Central Mission's debriefers. I'm here to gauge mission success and approve the assets gained, and, well, quite clearly, my report is not painting you in a favorable light at the moment. <laughs> and, unfortunately for you, Telemis Dorobrosto is no longer the System Director. Oh, well. Hasn't been for about five months. Well, whoever it is now, bring him in. That would be Gildan Rakus. The typesetter. And I think he has far more pressing things on his mind right now than this. Look, I prevented the escape of a planet full of very dangerous subversives. <sighs> the mission was to escort a few prisoners to the Rapscallion Penal Colony. Not to go all gung-ho on the operation. Well, you'd have got nothing if it wasn't for me. Yes, a handful of rabble-rousers escaped from that Persephone icing station, but the real threat, those scientists on Rura, that was eliminated. And remember, I had agreement from high up the chain to undertake that. Hmm. And yes, I see from my notes here that this has been taken into account. Also, a footnote regarding your acting advisor, Hannah Cans. What of her? I have several instances of complaint relating to both her conduct and yours. It's how we get things done. Hmm. <sighs> well, you'll be happy to know that there will be no official reprisals directed towards yourself at this time. But as for this so-called Officer Cans, I will be proposing a uh, thorough- Let me stop you right there. She's already booked into a consultation with Dr. Stones. Dr. Stones? Really? I see. So we'll leave it at that, yeah? Hmm. Galvin Tressler, it then leaves me with no other items to discuss, except for the annulment of your current duties and your return to frozen criminal shipment. Sounds fair to me. And Tressler, hmm? don't lose any more prisoners. There are a dozen small planetoids where they could be hiding, and it'll cost the agency to scour each one. They're not happy about that. Oh, you have my word. And about those subversives, forget them. I doubt they pose any serious threat.
Only me. Hi, Louise. Yeah, hi. Prissy, right? What's that short for? Priscilla? Eh, uh, not quite. Um, it's short for pristine. Oh, I see. That's unusual. <laughs> yeah, I know. Pristine Evans. How do you do, Miss Evans? Mrs. I'm married. Hubby works on one of those relay outposts. Um, not the ones that deal in remcons, though. Don't worry. Just traffic details, space lanes, that sort of thing. Sorry, but none of that really makes any sense to me. Oh, I thought Dr. Morney said that your memory was coming back. Oh, it is, but, well, all this is still new to me. I'm from Earth. God, that sounds weird. Greetings, I'm from planet Earth. Oh my god, Earth? What? From London? Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you know the Queen? Oh, sure. Me and Lizzie hang out a lot together. Oh, my God. That is so cool. So, what can I do for you? Just wanted to see how you were doing. What, now that I'm the saviour of the cosmos or something? No, not just because of that. Just thought about time I said hi properly. Hi. Oh, and I mended a bit more of this. Ah, Yorick. Yeah, it's still a bit annoying, but you can choose from a selection of voices now. Personality seems to be the same, though. You can keep it if you want. Yeah? Yeah. Look, I seriously just want to get back home. I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Good morning, Lady Valentine. Why not? Come on, Louise. It took a lot to get you here. Uh, Prissy, do you mind... Just for a moment. Okay. Prissy stays. As you wish. That Dr. Morney helped me remember a lot of stuff. I remember that party. God, it was shit. I got pissed off. Well, I got pissed first. Then I got pissed off. Then I buggered off. You were at the gate. Just standing there. I remember you just staring at me and said... You, you really, really are, are one, one of, of us. us. And I believe you are. You did a sort of Douglas Adams. Come with me, I'm an alien speech. And, well, I'd had a shit day, split up with my boyfriend, got smashed out of my skull, and thought, sod it, what the hell? Oh my god, I am loving this. Prissy. Sorry, my lady. You said we've been looking for you. And you said I had some information that would help a lot of people where you came from. You took me to a planet called Rura, which is where we've just come from again. And you hid me in a flipping prison. You said it was safe. All I remember then is all hell breaking out. You'd been gone about three days and then everything's on fire. There are people being rounded up and we're all being captured. I remember a big spaceship and those cube things and you say, um... I said for you to get in and take the skull. I promised that we'd get you out as soon as possible. I said if I didn't make it in time, then to tell the others to take you back to Rura and set up a Remcon for Robert Harding. Yeah, that's it. Oh, what? I thought that was weird. So that's what this is about. Yes, Prissy. Sorry for not telling you before. Any of you, even Bryony or Mistress Verney, but that's the mission. Direct from Matriarch Sylphid. What is? Robert Harding. Why do you keep mentioning my sodding ex-boyfriend? 
Harding. What's that shit got to do with anything? Mistress Verney, good morning. Ah, yes, ah, uh, sorry, sorry I'm a bit late. Um, recruitment meeting over round. That's okay. <clears throat> okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, how are you feeling now, Miss Blizzard? A bit put out, if I'm being oh, honest. Uh, oh, sorry to hear that. Um, uh, have we done our full debrief? I'm just getting to that. Oh, sorry. Okay, so I now have authority from Matriarch Sylphide to disclose the full parameters of our mission. About bloody time. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, thank you, girls. Now, please be patient with me, as I will be underlining some history of our operation for the benefit of our very important friend here. Cheers. As you know, our existence in this modern world is hampered by, shall we say, some archaic, overtly chauvinistic notions, prejudice, acts of physical cruelty, and so many more wrongdoings, all propagated by the Genorg organization and filtered into the court ops agency. Still not getting it. You mentioned them lots, the court ops agency. Who are they? The Court Ops Agency is the universe's policing body. The police agents are comprised of male bipeds of a genetically homogenised ethnicity, a specifically selected group that forbids the diversity of individuality. The cops are dickheads. Got it. It goes further than that. This system integrates female involvement only by the subtle subjugation of their free will, Women serve as components to their activities, not as free-thinking people. There are exceptions, of course, to maintain a facade of equality, but it is all smoke and mirrors. Right, so the men here are bastards. Sounds like we both live in the same world. Indeed. So, Robert Harding. Yes, Robert Harding. We'll come to him in a short while. Our organisation, Cyclone, was orchestrated by our matriarch, Sylphide. She gathered together the cast-off women from the Court Ops Personality Adjustment Towers and invited them to join her. From there began a great recruitment campaign. One of our biggest wins was Mistress Verney here, who became our best recruiter. She, in turn, found us your new friend Prissy, rescued from... Do you mind me saying, Prissy? Rescued from my dear mother. She... She joined up with the Lambda Wing. She sent me to a correctional facility. Uh, It's not her fault. They totally screwed up her head. She ended up getting the whole... Basically the whole family killed. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Looks like she was part responsible for the attack on Rora as well. She sort of buddied up with galvanised shithead. We're all survivors of the Court Ops Agency. Juice here took it on herself to initiate a rather explosive attack on a children's brain camp. She was easy to find. Just follow the bangs. You've also met Captain Kelly and Bryony too, all recruited by Mistress Verney. So, you are fighting force against Court Ops? Against their operations, which are dictated to by Genork, but essentially, yes. We exist to derail the darker side of real life. Cool. 
so you get to rescue people that blow stuff up. Our operations are usually more subtle. Retrieving you has probably been the most audacious operation yet. Oh, okay. I suppose I should be flattered. And that brings us around to Robert Harding. Not sure I'm looking forward to this bit. Miss Feller, I believe you have prepared something for our new friend to view. Go for it, Juice. Go, Juice. Uh, yes, I do. Hold on a moment, if I can just... Chris, can you give me a hand? Yep. Oh, what? Is that just a TV on a stand? We had one at school just like that. That's it, just there. Cool. And you've got a videotape. Okay. The technological breakthroughs on alien worlds are outstanding. Scotch too. Re-record, not fade away. Re-record, <laughs> not fade away. Okay, here we go. Just need to wait for a bit. Okay, right. This is a Cortops erasure fleet. Tressler used to head one just like it, only bigger. Heavily armoured Star Master class battleships. Dozens of them. And this is a civilian transport vessel, the CTV Cambridge. There are a few other ships struggling to keep up. See them? Just some private jumpers. What are they doing? Taking back the scientific and medical instruments that had been loaned to a Cortops brain drain facility. Word got out as to what was happening there, so overnight a mission was put in place to take it all back and return it all to the station it belonged to, researching Randrol's fever. Wandrol's fever is bad, I take it. Well, it's not nice. And this is the result. Oh my god! 200 people vaporized in seconds. Eight ships against over 30. That's brutal. Because they didn't stop there. I take it that's the research station. Nothing left. I mean, okay, they don't always strike in such force. Sometimes if the agency object to something, then just a few people vanish in the night. Truth is, although we get the odd win, we can't fight this not to end it. And we sort of accepted that. We do what we can, we help who we can, but we know that in the end, we won't have a legacy. They'll own it all eventually. And then, one day, just a few months ago, this happened. Wow! That was the Cortops Extinction Fleet, Nevelime. 18 Star Masters, a relay station, and over 100 jump ships. Gone. Well done! Bastards had it coming. Only, it wasn't us that did it. So you've got a champion? Someone with firepower? There's no video, I'm afraid. Only this audio transmission. People of real life, Carthorps, perpetrators of genocide and scrupulous ways. Your time is ending. This victory marks the first day of your demise. Remember, it's as the first day of many. Today you cross swords with Robert Hardy. <laughs> what? What's funny? <laughs> what? Well, What's funny? it is a nice sort of speech, <laughs> oh, I suppose. No, no that's not it. Uh, what? <laughs> Look, I think you've got the wrong person here. That's... that's not my Robert Harding. Yes, it is. It has to be. The Calavera sent us directly to you. Yorick? 
your egg may as well be a toy. Look, look, I'm really sorry, but that's not him. Robert is... Well, let's just say he's not a space avenger or a cosmic crusader or whatever you want to call him. He's a dick. Just a... I don't know. A self-absorbed, slightly funny, unremarkable man. Well, lad, kid, idiot. Robert Harding is a weapon against the Courtops Agency. Yeah, maybe that one is. But not the one I know. I'm sorry, but he's not. Uh, thank you, Juice. I think we can stop that now. Well done, Juice. Yes. Great stuff. <clears throat> Louise Blissett, if you could indulge us a bit more of your time. Sure, I've got nothing else planned tonight. You may have heard us talk of Arca, the network comprising universal knowledge. Yeah, only archivists are allowed in. The agency closed it all off. Well, there were leaks of information about Robert Harding. Anomalies, including talk of time travel. Right. <laughs> Look, it just goes to show that there's something here that's trying to be told. We couldn't get into Arca, but we did find the skull. No one knew about the mission. Just a few, not even Mistress Verney here. I know. But as I said, the skull's a bit rubbish, though. It was wrong about Dressler's spaceship thingy, so it's probably wrong about... everything else. It found you, though. Locate all direct contact with Robert Harding. Well, why didn't you just go to Robert directly? We've tried. He's unobtainable. No, he's not. My one. Well, I don't mean my one. But he's easy to find. He works in his uncle's video shop. What day is it? Babette's pendulum number four. What? The day? What? Yeah, on Earth? London? Not on bloody Saturn or wherever it is you come from. Uh, that would be Saturday, which incidentally means Saturn's day. Then he'll be there. He'll be there right now. Yes, that may well be, but we're not the only ones seeking Robert Harding. Okay, so, yeah. The Agency think it's him too? They haven't yet made the connection to your planet, but they will. So right now, more important than making contact with him is protecting him. And we feel that this is something you should be a part of. Hold on. You do know that this little sod dumped me a week after his birthday, after I had bought him that flipping great space race game. Louise. Look, I think you're going to be seriously disappointed when you finally meet him, but sure, I'll help you. I'll do whatever I can. It's stupid. You build me up all this I'm so important crap, and in the end you just want me to do a spot of babysitting. To protect Robert Harding until it's safe for him to join us. Sure, protect Robert Harding. Fan-bloody-tastic. I'm sorry, but Dr. Stones is extremely busy right now. He cannot be disturbed. I didn't. 
I don't even think. Hmm. I don't like what happens when I start thinking. No, quite right. The mind is a delicate instrument. This is why you have conditioning. You're in turmoil, I can tell. There are acts committed by your own kin that you cannot condone, yet as her mother you cannot help but be drawn into the emotions that are damaging to you. Tell me all about this mission. You hear about it on the news. Growing disorder. Factions of women, mainly, raising their voices against the agency. I knew, well, you knew as well, that my daughter had become an affiliate to their cause. Yes. After being deposed from Lambda Wing, I lost contact with missions. Was denied any word on my daughter's involvement with these terrorists. That is, until the comms from Central Control. They put you back in touch with Galvin Tressler. Principal Tressler was brought in to ship the dissenters to the Rapscallion colony after capture from Rura. Put them in a quick freeze cube and haul them off to a rehabilitation wing. Ah. When the capture mission began to lose traction, Galvin stepped in. He broke the agreement, stole arms, re-equipped the cargo ships with weapons and called in some favours. He knew Pris- Um, my daughter was part of this operation. I think he got in touch with me as soon as he found out. Hmm. He promised he'd see her safely admitted to the colony, away from the wickedness of the dissidents, away from corruption, and he offered me a part in making it happen. Yeah. Central Control agreed. One special agreement. So, these dissident women, of whom your daughter is affiliated, they were sent to Rora on some sort of information retrieval mission. Tressler said that the dissidents had been following a thread of communications, but we hadn't been able to identify the contents. Control said it had something to do with the Arkan network, so it was important to follow up on it. But you have an informant also. I don't, but the agency do, yes. Hmm. They were able to offer us the coordinates, said that they were working in the dark, top secret, need to know. It is often you'll find that criminals do not even trust their own kind. Yes, I see that. What happened when you got to Rora? I saw her. She didn't see me, but I saw her. I wanted to go to her. Tell her to come away with me, steal her away, and I was about to. Mm -hmm. I realized then that something had changed in me. Officer Kans, you are a uniquely fortunate individual. Am I? You are proof that all this hue and cry about oppression against genetics, gender, capabilities, moral views, etc., etc., is nothing more than the fabrication of the criminal mind. Here you are, admittedly deposed from your unorthodox position, a strong, capable, dedicated woman whose experience that courtops are crying out for. It would be a burden on anybody. You are the proof which these dissidents disagree with so passionately. And how could you not feel so pressured, so wounded, so fatigued by this life when your own daughter is pushing you over the edge? But look at you, overcoming it, facing it head on, actively driving into a situation where there could be needless trauma all to see the right thing done. You are strength. You have powered your way through burning cities, blasted without discrimination at scores of dissenters, and no, you have I... come out of it with your head screwed on. No, I... I don't feel that I can do that anymore. I just don't know. All you need is time. 
time to think about the good you've done. But Prissy is still out there. And right now you've done everything in your power. You've done a lot. But now it's time to regain your strength so you can try to help her again. What? What do you suggest? I have some new conditioning techniques. I think we can help each other. More conditioning? Yeah. Put your face in me. I shall clear your mind of all these obstructions. I will help make you strong again so you can find and help your daughter. Okay. Okay. Do it. Good. Barbara? Yes, Dr. Stein. Prepare the theater for brain surgery, please. Of course, Dr. Stein. Good. In part four of Time and Tide, written by Graham David Richards, Sarah Golding was Georgina Verney, with Sasha Cooper as Louise Blissett, Fiona Thrale as Hazel Valentine, Kirsty Wolven as Prissy, Kim Rako as Juice, Erica Sanderson as Officer Cans, David Alt as Dr. Stones, Patricia Dawn Richards as Barbara, Tyler Devine as Charles Gansack, Ricardo Martinez as Robert Harding, and Graham Richards as Tressler. The music was especially composed and performed by Sophie-Anne Fretter, with additional sound design by Tap Dancer. Cyclone is produced and published by Audible Visions with Channel House Entertainment. And a brand new adventure for the Freedom Fighters begins next month. And if you're enjoying this Cyclone series, then why not join the Patreon? Bonus material and special giveaways are available at patreon.com slash audiblevisions. Meanwhile, at a law firm in Megalopolis. Welcome, Harper Hallow. I am Lois, Law Office Integrated Systems. I run the offices. Let's meet your team. No, Captain Lunacy, it's too similar to Night Cape's costume. Do you want to be sued for trademark violation? Ah, 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 her sidekick is only 12, so she'll need to comply with supervisory requirements or she'll run afoul of child labor statutes. Wow, busy night. Why is my orientation at night? The Coffin King leveled the building without a hero license. Of course he's liable. Where's my blood smoothie? He is why. From the Faustian Nonsense Network comes a scripted comedy podcast that asks, What's it like to practice law in a world full of superpowers? Super Suits, coming soon to your favorite podcast platform.